Hey everybody, welcome to Home Skillets. As always, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Don. Today in the studio we have Matthew. Jen. Ashley. Loretta. Oh snap. And brand new crew. Brand new crew. We well, come, not quite. Kind of. A couple people. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I mean. I don't want to split hairs Matt and Jen, 10 they're seconds they're into they're the episode. Let's just go. I don't know. So what's on everybody's minds? Anything cool? Let's find something else to dissect. Frogs. Like an insect. Frogs Ooh, are Dissect an no, insect. Oh, okay. Did you, did so, you dissect in school? I, I was just going to say, yes. We okay. dissected a pig's heart. Ooh. Yeah, that was interesting. I we, did a fetal pig. Ooh. That, Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, we did a frog too. And I'll a, never forget the student yeah. next to me stabbing it with the scalpel. <laughs> oh. Oh. Very, very, uh, yeah. Where is she now? Appetizing. Prison for killing somebody? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Hmm. Is it your sister? No, I'm teasing. <laughs> did you Did you ever, Jonathan, did you no, ever never decide decide anything? Didn't oh, have okay. to. You didn't do an owl pellet? No. Oh, oh man. On. What about you, Loretta? You either, Loretta? Just a frog. Just, Just a, a frog. frog. Was it the big frog? It was or a, was a little one? Little scrawny frog. Oh. Did you have to catch them? Did you eat no. the frog legs afterwards? No. 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 Have you ever eaten frog legs? No. Never. Tastes like chicken. Um, anyways. <laughs> Apparently <laughs> my family raised yes. barn oh, yeah. animals. My dad loves it. <laughs> before I was old enough. Or before it's I a remember, southern tr- tradition. Apparently we used okay. to raise animals. Well, my family did. And I did not know about it. But I, I guess you don't name them. Pet name, so you don't get attached to them. You name right. them, you name them pork That's chop. True. Yeah, we yeah. had pork chop. Yeah. We had bacon. We had ham. I thought that was interesting. That's a really neat way to psychologically not develop an not attachment the, to them when you have to sense. turn them into yeah. bacon. He always mm-hmm. was bacon, right? Because mm-hmm. the you cow we had bacon. was actually named was Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Patty wagon. No, seriously. Very interesting. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. No offense to any patties out there. But. No. Yeah. Please, well, all, shout out to all the patties. Ha- hamburger patty. You know. <laughs> yeah, hamburger patty. That was. Yeah, yeah makes sense. Name. I get it. Mm-hmm. So, what'd you eat today? Uh, for me, hamburger. I, I had eggs and bacon, <laughs> a hamburger. And... Wait, 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 wait. You're still eating the bacon. Yeah. Okay. Remember, still. if you remember home. last episode, we <laughs> yes. bought 15 pounds of it. it I have it. I still have plenty. How many so, pounds you got left? Um, I had One. like six Ziploc <laughs> bags. I'm down to about four. Oh, man. Seriously. Maybe three. Wow. I might be halfway through it at this point. That's okay. a lot of bacon. You, you How about you guys? A pound a week? I think uh, we've gone through one bag, maybe. No. No? Uh, well, yeah, maybe yeah. one bag. Oh, I'm cooking it all so, the time. yeah. How many times a day are you cooking bacon? Two to three times a day. Oh, Two to three God. times a day. <laughs> and sometimes for a midnight snack. Oh, oh. I like bacon as a midnight snack. I love bacon. My oh, poor yeah. range, man. I have to keep wiping it, wiping it down because the grease just goes oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. I, I will say this. I will say my range has never looked shinier. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and nothing From sticks grease. to it right now, really. Ugh. It's got that mm. thin layer of grease. Nothing else. Why is yeah, it you know how people season their pans? I do not have to worry about that with my <laughs> frying pan. It is well seasoned. I will say this. There is nothing that stinks up a house. Like bacon, um, it will um, last. I mean, uh, hello, have you ever well, cooked well, fish, cabbage, Wait, uh, yes. broccoli? Yeah. I think broccoli. broccoli. I was just going to say broccoli is the worst. But bacon, I don't know. It just sticks don't in the house for a day. In yeah. the slow cooker, Ugh. bad idea. <laughs> Never cook broccoli. Very period. Bad well, the idea. slow cooker, you could put it on your back patio. This is true. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think about that. And yeah, you have electrical out there, a covered patio and all that. So I know. Yeah, she's got fans and electrical outlet and tables and you everything have fans? out there. We have fans, too, actually. Oh, yeah, we got lots yeah. of fans. <laughs> we probably oh, have more than you do. Kind of yeah. fans. We know. got <laughs> lots of fans. Oh, we have Ooh. three fans, so. Oh, well, we're, we're, we have a few more than that, like two more than that. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, I want to thank all our fans out there, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. 
Um, Loretta, this is your first time in studio. We're happy you're here. Um, what are you? I, I hear you do juicing or something like that. Oh, I, yes. I thought you were gonna say jujitsu. I'm jiu-jitsu. inspired by her. <laughs> you're inspired for a lot of the juicing stuff. Oh, really? I, I so, like, <laughs> celery and all it's that kind of stuff? It's almost like routine? a competition yeah. of which one could come up with the crazier concoction. Um, I juiced pumpkin. Whoa. Oh, tell okay. us about that. How'd yes. that turn out? Like, well, when you're mixing it. What did it taste it, like? Chicken? Um, no. <laughs> it wasn't real distinct. Okay. But um, whatever I have, I just juice it. Whatever vegetable. Okay, so you throw it in a blender and you... No, what, no, it's okay, a It's a juicer. Okay, yeah, so it sucks a, the moisture out of it is basically what happens. It removes the pulp and yeah. therefore... Yeah. Whatever's dry. I've done okay. cabbage and pumpkin. How long have you been juicing? Uh, Sounds like you're long, asking her how long she's been doing yeah. drugs. Yeah. Basically, same thing. Regularly yeah. for about a year, but I mean, I've juiced for decades. I've yeah. never juiced. Oh. I don't believe really? in Really? <laughs> no. I'm teasing. <laughs> yeah, he says really the fiber AIDS digestion, I got to have that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, okay, so you juice and you juice every, how, like how often do you juice? Um, I haven't been as often now. I was doing it like three times a day, mm-hmm. but then oh. it's hard to keep stocked with I thought all you were the... going to say three times a week. No, oh. three times a day. <laughs> no, times but a um, it's hard to keep stocked with all the stuff. I was doing beets and celery and okay, so hard to keep stock. <laughs> Is it you know, so really onions, peppers? <laughs> oh wow! What did that taste like? Well, I had to do a lot of apples and oranges to counteract it, but the peppers were Dog good. Vomit. I liked it. Really? No. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, speaking of, sorry. Squirrel. Rabbit trail. What a nap. Yes, rabbit. Here we go. Rabbit trail. Here we go. Um, jelly bellies. You named. You said what you just said, which I won't repeat. Dog vomit. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't going to repeat that, but dog. yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, and have I you didn't ever know we were tasted the word dog vomit? My bad. Well, that's gross. I okay. mean, have you? But have you ever tasted the jelly, like the Halloween jelly bellies? I've had a lot of jelly bellies. I don't know what theme they were. Like I, the nasty I, ones. I probably like. Have. Yeah, they the used vomit. to have those vomit packets and... where they would throw in a disgusting yeah. one, with, and it was yes. like the same color as the regular it ones. It looks so you exactly didn't know the same. What you were gonna get? So no, I ate normal candy. I actually okay, as so a kid. So we had um, around Halloween. They always come out with this Halloween pack, and it's all just mm-hmm. nasty ones. And so I was at work, and all my staff. This was years ago. They were like, "Come on, Don. Let's see how many of these you'll try." And so I ended up trying. I tried grass. What I want to know, what I want to know. Wheatgrass is good. Well, you juice. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, right? (laughs) But but cilantro. Yeah. What I don't understand (laughs) is how do they, who tastes or who knows what grass tastes like. To come up with the grass flavor. That's easy. They they just ask a cow and they say, "Hey, man." I will say, grass. (laughs) Tasted exactly like when I have tasted grass accidentally, like playing football. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. dead on. Was it? Ooh. And there was some other ones I tried. I won't go into those, but it was pretty gross. So yeah, yeah, no. you ought to try them. I'll have to get you a pack. Yeah, just to see how adventurous you are. You can yeah, add them. Yeah. You can cook them with your bacon. You know, it might be kind of fun to do that live on the show. Ooh, Ooh. that would Sounds be a good one. Challenge kinda... going on now. I don't uh, think people want to hear us <laughs> dry heaving <laughs> on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing turns a crowd off like dry heaving. Yeah, maybe, maybe one or two of us might be pretty funny. Yes. That reminds me of 
taking a, a happy meal and blending it all up. Oh, I remember that, that whole challenge. Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was yeah. a decade ago. Yeah, I know. Everything included in the everything happy meal that was edible. Including the drink. Yes, yeah. a happy meal. We blended the the soft drink, the burger, the fry, the fry, the everything toy. except for to- <laughs> except, except the, the toy, toy yeah. and the paper. Okay, so we kind of did the same thing years ago when I was a little kid. We made a drink called Suicide. Oh yeah, and yeah. we um, so you flavor? got every flavor. But what we ended up doing is we were actually at Sizzler. We added mayonnaise, and so somebody went up to the salad bar and got everything basically oh, they no. could in the salad bar, and then we blended all of our. We were kids. We were like eight or nine. Yeah. Our parents were sitting on a separate table. If they would have known we were doing this, we would have got killed. Yep. But we put ketchup and mu- like that was when were... they had all the mustard, like the mustard and ketchup that always sat on the table. Yeah. We mixed that and mm-hmm. all of our drinks. And then somebody took, if you've ever been to Sizzler, you know, they make that cheesy bread. Yes. We put some of that in there and then we dared a buddy of mine to drink it. And he did. How did he do? Did, did he, he throw up afterwards? No, he was pretty good. Ugh. Did he return it? Yeah. that. Was... He's the same kid that me and him uh, and his brother were oh, that on the, yeah, we were on the <laughs> roof and went to jump our bikes off. We we thought that it would be really cool to ride our bu- kids if you're listening, do not do this. Yeah. Do not try, do this, not at try home. this at home. But we were on the roof <laughs> yes, with our bikes. Yes, they are trained professional idiots. Yes, uh, that's exactly right. And we decided that well, we had a big truck inner tube. And so we decided that we were going to ride our bikes off the roof and land on the truck inner tube. Oh. And so like a great idea. Yes, it was it was wonderful because uh, our parents were gone and my buddy <laughs> The one who tried this drink rode off the roof, and as he was in midair, our parents turned into the driveway. Oh no! Me and his brother decided that it was a great time to make a quick exit, so we <laughs> yeah. threw our bikes off the back of the house and jumped down. Mm. Oh, so Don't try this at home. Just he yeah. took the heat. That's really, really That's clever. Exactly it. Yeah, he was midair. <laughs> we're like, see ya. <laughs> Shout out to Chris, buddy. You were uh, you're the champ. Man. So. I have a challenge for you. Oh, boy. And that is, and maybe you've read some of these books, but what if I give you a title of a book and you tell me, unless you know what it really is, if you know, if you've read the book or you know what it's about, then don't answer. But if you don't know what it's about, I'll give you the title of a book and you tell me what you think the book is about, judging from the title. What do you think? You want to try that? Go ahead. What do you got? Give us a title. The Miracle Man. The Miracle Man. Tis the story of a man who was the product of a miracle. Mm, yes, okay, this so man. You think it's a, yeah, so okay. they call him the miracle man because he was the first one to recover from polio. He called. They called him the miracle man. That's right. I have no idea. What's the book okay. about? <laughs> <laughs> Try it next. What All do you right, think, Matt? I, I, my thought on this would be some guy that was pretty much a zero or a nobody and made his life something and became very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Jen. Okay, Jen. What do you think? That's a tough one. Uh, maybe a guy that isn't there a like a run or something called Miracle Mile or something like that. Maybe it's this guy that like had a dream or something, and it was a miracle that he did that. Ooh, dream. an amputee that that run a uh, ran a race and won. Yeah, Loretta. Like um, somebody who performs miracles, maybe. You are the closest. Oh, You're the wow. closest, but it's it's a it's a secular book, mm-hmm. and it's it was written in 1903, and it's about a man who comes to a town, and starts doing these sleight of hand type miracles, 
Oh, like illusionist. The, the, like an illusionist, and people start flocking to him, bringing him real needs, and he doesn't have he doesn't have a way to perform it, and so he it's it's pretty awesome. So yeah, anyways, great book. Okay, um, you want another one? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. What do you got? Go Greater love hath no man. No, not coming from the Bible. This is the title of the book. Greater love hath no man. Well, that's obviously a ripoff from the Bible. I don't know what else it could but be. But it's not. It's it's not. Trust me. <laughs> so the Bible meaning is greater man hath no love than he that would lay down his life for a friend. So if it's not about that, I don't know. A well, do- it's about a dog. It's about some dog. Okay. A man. Man's best friend is dog. So it's about a man and his dog. Okay, man and his dog. I would probably, my first thought would be like a wartime book. Okay, a wartime book. Oh, that's good. Blood Brothers. Yeah. Body or Comrade. All right, Jen. The first thing that comes to mind would be a firefighter. Firefighter? Okay. Yeah, risking his life to save others. Mm, Okay. Um, Bone marrow donor. Ah, that man. She's good. Very None of you are close. <laughs> I so, okay, it's about it, there again, written by the same author, Frank L. Packard. If you've never read him, he's a phenomenal author. Uh, back in the early 1900s, he wrote this book about a young man who was adopted, and in this adoption, that was the miracle. His, no, his brother, his the real the real son oh. who was not adopted, actually kills the dad. And this adopted son takes the fall for it, and in the middle of it, falls in love with the warden's daughter. At this wait, prison. is this a true story or fiction? Uh, I think it's fiction yeah, based okay, on a yeah, true story. Okay. Oh, but falls wow. in love with the warden's daughter, and is and he's trapped because he wants to tell that hey, I'm I can prove I'm not the guy that killed. The father. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was okay with going to jail until he, he was fell a, in love. He, yes, he went to jail for oh. his brother. So now he has a reason to live outside he, of the confines of a prison. He felt like he owed it to this brother because he, he was the adopted father. one. And mm-hmm. so, yes, yeah, so he was like, I'll go to prison. Then he gets in prison, falls in love with the warden's daughter. And then he's like, what do I do? Do I okay. rat out my brother or do I f- go fall in love with this girl? What kind of father is that warden allowing his daughter to come to the prison so often that a prisoner falls in no, love no, with No, no, no. This is back in the... This is in the early... This is written in 1903, so it's a... Back in that day, so the they had like may have parsonages. lived on the premises? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get it. That makes more sense. Mm, okay. Do you have one? Mm. No, I don't a have book? any... I don't have any crazy book tiles. Um, what about Vengeance? Vengeance. Uh, I've heard about it. It's about a man who takes vengeance on someone for stealing... Ransacking his house mm. and, and killing everybody in his home. Moving on. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Matt? Mm. Vengeance. You know, I have no idea. He hunts no, down the perpetrators. Oh, really takes okay. him out one Jen, by one. Vengeance. Well, you guys keep saying the man, so I'm going to say it's a woman. Okay. Oh, female protagonist. Mm. Yeah, that's been wronged by a man. Of Uh-oh. course, the patriarchy. <laughs> Ooh, Loretta? <laughs> I think I know of this book. So I should answer. Oh, go ahead. You're the last person anyway. Yeah, you're the last person. Go ahead. Take a shot at it. Isn't that the book that you guys were talking about at Olive Garden? About, remember? The oh, book? the CIA guy? Isn't that the one? Very close. No. It was the Mossad. <laughs> it's about oh. the Mossad. And so in 1970, I think the 1970 Olympics. Yes, that's where, the one. Yeah, Okay, yeah. yeah, that's the one. There we go. Loretta, um, do you have a book that you know the title of and you know what it's about that you can... I never got to finish us? what no. this book is about. <laughs> okay, <laughs> finish. You interrupted me. I don't care about the Mossad, but go ahead. Okay, so the Mossad, <laughs> so they killed all these Israeli 
athletes yeah. at the Olympics, and the Mossad oh. goes back and Gets takes them vengeance. all out, and they get vengeance. There yeah. you go. Okay, oh. that was great. That was okay, really good. continue on with For your some conversation. Reason, I thought you were going to be much more long-winded. Than no, that. no, no. I'm short. <laughs> You're the tall one. Long. Wait. Oh, whatever. Okay, moving on. Um, where were we? Back. Loretta. Do Back you have to a Loretta. Book? Yes. yes. Yeah, I do. A book okay. title that none um, of us are going to know. Okay, endurance. Endurance. Ooh, so endurance. I'm going to say endurance oh, runner. I would say endurance would be a story about a man climbing a mountain. That's good. I'm going to say a runner, an endurance runner. Hmm. I do know this one, so oh, I will he's going to skip. He's going to skip. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to say like horse racing type sport. So like, you know, training up a horse for endurance. Ooh, okay. Loretta, what's this one about? Endurance is a ship. Oh, oh that's right. I think I've heard about that. Yes. Oh, it's so that's good. Right. I read oh, it over yeah, yeah. and over and I've over. I've started oh. eating like well oh, wow. Phenomenal. Ernest Shackleton. Ernest oh. Shackleton. Shout out to Ernest Shackleton. That's <laughs> the book where they have to, once they their ship gets stuck in the ice, then they travel, three of them or four of them, travel by raft. 800 miles to go yeah. find help. Oh, yeah, break the ice. And then it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh-huh. But yeah. they all survive. They all survive. That's but I amazing. shouldn't tell the end. You need to read it. <laughs> read the book. It's Endurance insane. by it's Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton. It is Ernest Shackleton. No, I don't think insane. he's the author. He's just He's the, just the main character. He's oh, the captain. Okay. How like what is how long of a how long ago was the this setting? This is like 1907. Oh. Early 1900s. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking it was like the early teens, but I Maybe. could be wrong. Amazing. There was a lot of explorations during that time. Was so explorations then, of it was maybe the first time they sailed through Antarctica. After you know, I read that book, I had to read all of the exploration books about Antarctica. One of, one of the most amazing segments of time would probably be that uh-huh. between 1900 it and 1910. It was a really interesting time. I wouldn't want to live there. I don't romanticize that time, but it was an interesting time. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you look at all the things that were invented, came to be, yes. cereal, uh, shout out to other podcasts that talk about that. Yeah, and um, the, some of them have really sinister origins. Like the the thing with Ellen White and the reasons for the cereal, and then yes. it turned into, it took off because it was so easy to prepare, and it revolutionized the way you make cereal. Exactly, but it, you had cereal that was invented, cars yeah. that were invented at that time. You had um, hot Macy's, dogs. you had hot dogs, you had, um, uh, there, there was just a number of things, Dr. Pepper, all of those, Coca-Cola, all mm-hmm. of those things came to be in that radio. time frame. Yes, radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, radio. So just pretty pretty neat time frame. Yeah. So, all right, uh, Jen, do you happen to have a book that you can think of that none of us would oh, recognize or know? Mm. Yeah, it's been a while since I've read a book. Okay, so while you're thinking, I've got another one. Okay. You guys might have heard of this one. The sin that was his. No, don't know this one. The sin that was his. What would you guess it to be about? What would you guess the plot to be? Matt, what would you guess this one? Hmm. The sin that was his. Once again, it's a man. His. Him. Yeah, we're not being chauvinist here, Jen. No, is not? it uh, about a man that either killed somebody way early on that no one knew about, and he had a sin, kind of telltale heart? Mm. Oh, a skeleton in the closet. Skeleton mm. in the closet. That, okay. Good guess. Past. Good guess. Jen, what would you guess? Mm. The sin that was his? Hmm. That's a tough one. Probably mm. like the same thing that Matt said. Okay. 
All, All right. right. Ashley's the quiet one. She likes to give us, she's giving us feedback over here with hand signals and, and all of that. So, <laughs> yeah. so we're skipping her. Okay, go ahead, Loretta. But um, you can talk anytime you want. She's just sitting here saying, Don, shut up and leave me yeah, alone. That's exactly it's all good. I, I can she's read her mind. It's all good. Move yeah. on. She's no. like, Lee, I'm just enjoying you guys talking. I don't want to be heard on this mic. Loretta, go ahead. Um, I have no idea. So I'm going to say the sin was not a sin. It's just that they thought it was a sin. Ah, oh, he's being judged for something. Sin that was his. Okay. Since he's going to cut me off, if I uh, Jonathan will cut me well, off if I go wait, too long winded. Okay, you didn't get to guess. Okay. You know Since you were so you offended, I'm going to go ahead and then. apologize in front of everybody. <laughs> Those were jokes. Our thousands of listeners. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, be not offended. All right, okay, child. Offenses will come. <laughs> <laughs> what is Mommy! your thought, Johnny? Okay, the sin that was his. Well, uh, I can't get away from that thought now. I just have to think that he did something early on. He has a skeleton in the closet. So, oh, but I'm going to so say he accidentally. Killed someone's oh, dog. Accidentally. And then he fell in love with the girl whose dog he killed. <laughs> and then he had to tell her because he was getting really, it was the telltale heart because the reason it was a big deal was because he was going to marry her. And he had to get his heart cleared. He had to get it off his chest before he said. getting longer than the real answer. No, this is how you're supposed to do this. So they're going to get married. And he has to tell her that he killed her dog. And he doesn't want to because he thinks he's going to call off the wedding. But he loves her. And he doesn't want to lie to her. Marry me, and please. And so he's conflicted. And it's called the sin that was his. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? What's the truth? Okay. So this guy is running from the police. He gets off in this out-of-the-way old train station. Uh-huh. As he's walking the dirt road late at night, he sees a priest that was ahead of him that had also been on the same train. The, the, a limb falls on the priest and kills him. But the priest was new to this this area, so he swaps out clothes with him and goes and practices as the priest oh. and come to find it. Well, it's just a long story. You just Is this need a to true read story? It. No. Okay, once I didn't think so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird if that was true. It's okay. a phenomenal. It's probably my favorite book ever. Hands down. Really? The sin that was his. Yeah. Speaking of favorite books, what are your favorite books? I, I have a really hard time naming a favorite book. This one's so good. So if you read it, you would say it's probably in my top I'm five. I'm not into too. fiction. I really like Unbroken. That's mm-hmm. a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm usually into not into fiction, but these are classics. So Frank L. Packard, when you they're collectibles and they are they're worth a read. Yeah, the um, great moral stories behind them, like I, Shepherd of the Hills and stuff like that. So your favorite book is that one? Yeah, I, it was definitely in the top three. I, top yeah. three for me is like Deep Survival. Unbroken and the five love languages, or there's there's so many, but yes. those I like that three one. of my favorite. Matthew, mm-hmm. what are your favorite books? You know, I I think I'd have to go with uh, Unbroken's pretty amazing. Um, Deep Survivor and Surviving Survival is pretty yeah, amazing because those, those are you know just facts, mm-hmm. you know, all wound up and everything. They're they're pretty amazing, pretty deep, a lot of explanations. Um. I enjoy those. Yeah, I also like Sea Biscuit too. Oh, I never oh, read Sea Biscuit. I've heard I've heard good things. Another mm. book I like is Mistakes Were Made, but not by but me. Not oh. by me. Oh, my goodness, what an interesting book. So, um, have Jen, you, what about favorite. the book that I'm writing right now? You're gonna love okay. it. Okay, Jen, what's your favorite book? Hop on pop. How did you celery? How did you celery? Oh my goodness, that's no, not my favorite uh, book. No, my favorite book is A Higher Call. 
Oh, that is a great Ooh, book. I forgot yes. about my that one. Yes. I'm going to add favorite. that one to my top three. So and I have I'd five have top to threes. Say Fearless would be <laughs> probably number two. Three. Oh, Fearless is great too. Fearless is awesome. He has six. Lone top Survivor. Three, oh my goodness. Yeah. These mm-hmm. are all good books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'd have to say my favorite classic would be uh, either Anna Green Gables or mm-hmm. Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Those are good. Yes. Where the Red Fern mm-hmm. Grows. I love if crying. If I want a good cry, I love crying. I'll read Where yes. the Red Fern Grows. Man, my. Because I will ball for days. Favorite books is a lot more than I thought it was. Yeah. How about. Yeah. There, there's a lot of them. It's hard I, to say I a top three. I get the one with it Louis Zamperini in it going through the war. That's unbroken. unbroken. That's unbroken. Okay. That's yes. what it is. Sorry. That one's incredible. Mm-hmm. That one's really good, too. It's ridiculous. Um, it's hard to narrow it down, but fiction, I'm going to say the rainforest. It doesn't sound like fiction, but it is. And about the scientist that goes to the rainforest. And then the nonfiction would have Was that to the guy that asked the question, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the nonfiction would be or, or is that a philosopher? Oh, I'm sorry. I just, Say what is it? Nonfiction would be the book Endurance. Endurance. Yeah. Okay. okay. Endurance right. is a pretty I haven't read that one. I'll get that one. Yeah. I'll get that one in Seabiscuit. I have read that one yet, but I... Seabiscuit's phenomenal. I, there again, I can't say that's in my top five, but Seabiscuit is definitely... It's... Really? You've, talked, Brand you've is really great. talked it up. I thought yeah. it was your top five. It's, it's good. What's the last book you read? I always have three to five books that I'm reading concurrently. At a time? Yeah, yeah I reread How a lot of books. I'm rereading well, Deep I've, Survival right I now. I actually learned um, to do that from a mentor of mine. Uh-huh. And... It comes from the point that when, what you are reading is what you talk about, and mm. so if you read one thing, that's all you. That's all the topic of conversation will be, mm-hmm. and so I consistently have different types of books going, mm-hmm. and I read a little bit of each one, you know, throughout the day. Or is that or every how that day. works? So oh, I, I know okay. some people that must read their own autobiography all the time. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> me 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 me. No, but um, so I always have a book, maybe like on history, mm-hmm. an autobiography, not an autobiography, a biography. <laughs> Thanks. Not even um, Malcolm Gladwell's biography. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, something of, uh, I wouldn't call it self-help, but something that's, you know, yeah. motivational. Or, or motivational or something like that. I keep three to five books going on. Speaking of motivational, have you ever heard of Jordan Peterson? The name sounds familiar. 12 Rules for Life. He has a pretty famous book. Hmm. It's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's up there from those self-help. But like uh, David Goggins has another one. Yes. He's another guy, and he's actually a Navy SEAL mm. who has a, a book. It's called Can't Hurt Me. Can't it's about him me. going through buds and the, the things he – the phrase comes from when he was in buds training. Mm-hmm. They were trying to, to break him down, and, and he – they said, don't hold the boat over your head. So they pushed the boat over their heads to defy the, to the, defy the drill sergeants or yeah. whoever's in charge, and it says, you can't hurt me. And said, no, you need to stop. You can't hurt me. They keep screaming, you can't hurt me. And they're that's awesome. throwing the boat into the air. Huh. Mm. That's pretty cool. And that, that is phrase cool. is the title of the book. You should read the book. It's a yeah, great book. That's awesome. Jen, you asked about what our last book was yeah. that we read. Yeah, what, what was, was your yours? last book? Giver's Gain. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it's not as exciting as you might think. Oh, okay. I it's a didn't think it was book. in the first place. All right. It's a business book. It's Loretta? B and I got started. Oh. Um. I do the four or five books at the same at the same time. Okay. But um, the very last book was probably Curious George. Right up there on my favorite ones. Hop on pop and uh I didn't count those. The doctor I got like a ten page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who is your favorite children's author? 
Dr. Seuss. And Dr. Seuss would be mine too. That's a classic. Or yeah, or or Franklin Dixon or with the Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Stan. Yes, mm-hmm. the Bernstein Bears is. I love the Hardy Boys, the yeah. Bernstein oh, Bears. Nancy Drew. I was and, a Nancy Drew girl. And and then I love Dr. Seuss. I yeah. think I like Dr. Seuss more now that I'm an adult. Yeah. Than I did as a kid. It's more fun, isn't it? I love it the is. Mandy books too. The Mandy, Mandy book series. Are you oh. my mom? No. No, not like that. I was talking about was the book. A... Oh, my Are you my mother? <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, what's the Mandy book series? The I don't Mandy think I know anything is, about that. Um, it's a she's her father passed away, so then she was with her stepmom, and the stepmom was mean, so she ended up running away. Drama. But she had like this uncle, and he was Cherokee Indian, and he oversaw her and like took care of her, and she would get into like all of these um, mysteries and stuff, ah. and it's like kind of like following her through life. And um, she oh. solves mysteries in every single book, and she has this cat too. And the little cat goes with her everywhere she goes. Ooh, so she goes off to school, cat. and usually when she's in some sort of problem is when um, her uncle, um, the Cherokee Indian, comes, shows up, and kind of mm. helps her do mm. the, the problems and stuff. Yeah. What about what um, role does the cat play? It's just a cat. cat <laughs> oh, it doesn't actually help with the mystery solving. No, he's the one who gets uh, no, that's too not, bad. Not usually. He's like that cat that went to Paris. All he saw was the mouse under the chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, some kind of poem that I don't remember the words to. I don't uh-huh. remember it either. I don't remember the exact words either. Loretta, what's your favorite kids' books? I, the author? Y- yes, Curious or, George. Or the title. Um, either one. I'm getting kind of sick of Curious George, actually. <laughs> But uh, Robert like George, McCloskey. this is not that interesting. What? I'm sorry. Robert, Robert McCloskey. Shout out wrote, to Chad McCloskey. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. He wrote um, One Morning in Maine, Blueberries for Sal. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. Hmm. Old classics. Ones. One of my favorite books as a child, once, well, the teenager was The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, where he comes back yeah. to his own funeral. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, those. I'm at the agree with that one. I would kind of love to uh, reenact that at some point. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was gone. <laughs> Slightly morbid, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody up to anything new? New hobby, new skill? We talked about that a couple weeks ago, learning a new skill. Has anybody pursued a new skill? Yes, I'm still uh, working on Spanish. Oh, yeah, every day. Too. How's that Me going? Too. It's going actually... Uh, muy bien. <laughs> I got an account going, so for the piano to get better at that. So awesome. yeah, I'll be doing that. That's great. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, Matt, how did your solar turn out? Um, it actually turned out pretty. Project pretty good. Um, I still haven't got everything finalized, but all the equipment is set up and operational. Cool. So a little more software issues to deal with, and uh, closing out my permit. Uh, other than that, we'll find out. So hopefully in the next several weeks or a couple months, I'll have some statistics and see if this thing works out. Awesome. Loretta, do you have any skills or or, or things that you're, you're working on currently um, where you're trying to better yourself, like um, learning a new language, learning how to cook something different, just some kind of mm-hmm. something where you're bettering yourself right now? Hmm. I can't think of anything except the new thing I'm doing is being a guest on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's ah, there we go. snaps. There you know you go. what I just thought about when you asked her about skills is people don't consider parenting a skill. Oh, and another thing about oh. parenting is All what drives me nuts is how people think they're just inherently a good parent. 
Don't tell me how to parent my kids. But the way I look at it is just like anything else. How would you know to be good at it unless you learn from someone else? And there's no True. manual. There you is know, no manual. There's no manual for parenting. And if you refuse no. to take advice from somebody else, how do you become a good parent? Okay, so here's a great uh, a mentor of mine years ago told me. He said, if somebody comes up to you and says, you have changed, don't ever refute that. So if I come up to you and I say, man, I knew you 10 years ago, Jonathan. Wait, how does that tie and, in with what I well, just said? Well, you'll see. Okay. Um, so I, I'm pulling one of your tricks right now. Okay. Um, so, um, just utter confusion? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so um, if, I can, if I said, hey, 10 years ago you were this way, and I see you now and you've changed, don't refute that because they're seeing something you're not. Take it in, and before you try to argue with them, self-evaluate. Okay. And I think it's kind of the same thing with parenting. If somebody says, if they give you a piece of advice, don't refute it. Take it in and and kind of marinate on it a little bit to see if there is an area where you could improve or make some changes in. Okay, I can see what you're saying. And I, I'm not so much talking about that, but I do understand if you're going to give someone advice, it's best to do it one-on-one -on -one and not in front of people. So I would... Yeah, yeah not I to agree. embarrass somebody. I really, really try not to make a correction to someone over anything in a group setting. I that, totally agree. Their you know what? You're too, you're too close to your mic. Oh, wait. <laughs> so so their, their defenses are up, and you know they're more likely to not heed your advice. But I just thought parenting. What were you saying? Parent, I'm no, just saying. <laughs> the, Sorry, we're not listening anymore. No, no, that, no, no, no. Good point. Good point. I t I'm messing with you. So one-on-one -on -one is a better way yeah, to, get, heard to get someone hey, to Hey, come on. We need to go out. I need to talk to you about something real fast. No. <laughs> not right now. So, so. Wait till we break for commercial. If you can't tell, we want to thank our sponsor, Water. And without it, we wouldn't be here. Thank yeah. You. Good job. Yeah, uh -huh. And what, air, yes, too. Yes. I, no, but seriously, <laughs> I just thought it was interesting how people are so defensive over, oh, don't tell me how to parent. Yeah, no, I agree with that. How, you just know how to parent automatically? No. Mm -mm. And even <laughs> if you think you do, it's always trial and error. It is. And it it changes with kids. That's, it, like that's this one sad. kid like, is different than this one. It's, no, you, well, ha you, have, you have seven kids. And Each the, family's the, different, too, yes. the dynamics of everything. So it's the like past, the, what everything. works for one family might not work for the other. I agree. Right? I agree. And the trial and error, if you have multiple kids, some of the kids were errors, right? Yeah. <laughs> All my kids were oh, errors. Oh, he must have been one of the errors <laughs> right there. Teasing. Now, um, I do think that there are set principles, and we don't want to get too much in the weeds on this, I can tell, but um, there are set principles that work with every family. Universally, yeah. Universally, True. they work, yeah. but then there are certain personality types and things that it, it, it doesn't matter who it is, there's going to be some, some give and go. So, yeah, mm -hmm. no, great, yeah. great point to bring up. I like that. Yeah, I was just thinking about when you asked about skills. Um, <laughs> yeah, because what does it have to do with skills? Because it's not inherent. <laughs> you have to learn it. <laughs> I'm just throwing back at you what you said to me. I'm messing with you. Okay, calm down. <laughs> We're having too much fun today. Exactly. Okay. Half of us are having fun. <laughs> <laughs> half. half the other half. And it changes. And it changes. Yeah. One half of the studio has fun, I'm and the other half. I know I'm you are. Fun. I know you are. Ran out of steam. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. This has been fun. Let us know what you think. We need to get an email going, Don. Yes, we certainly do. We need to get on that. This so. week, we will take care of that. Get yes. And this you is will the have last your... time you're going to have to use our main podcast email, and that's going to be thegavelpodcast at gmail.com. That's yes. T-H-E-G-A-B-L podcast at gmail.com. 
give us your show suggestions, I guess. I'm used to saying that on the main podcast. Anyway, let us know what you think. We love hearing from you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Ciao.